Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, a podcast about movies. Today we have a very special episode. Been a long time. Yeah. Reunited. Yep. Uh, my fellow co-host on um, Little Boy Host Podcast and a good friend of mine. Want to introduce yourself just for the people again? Hey, man. I'm, uh, I'm G. Speak up. All right, I'm G. I'm Kev's uh, co-host on the Love of White Hills podcast, and um, yeah, man, just here to review a good movie that we both love. Yeah, love, so love, love. This been scheduled for a hot minute, you know. Um, he obviously I was going to review this movie, and but you know this is a my boy, one of my boy's favorite movies. Yeah, top he, three, top three. He had he. He said I had to have him on this episode, and I don't blame him. I think I should have him on this episode, too, respectively. It's only right. Go ahead and introduce it, man. Uh, Today we got one of Denzel's best movies and one of my favorite movies, top three, uh, Training Day. Training Day it is. So, Training Day came out October 5th, 2001. Quick overview of it. Rookie Cop spends his first day. As a Los Angeles narcotics officer with a detective who turns out to be a crooked cop that has to pay off a bounty set on his head by the Russian mafia. The cast, we have Denzel Washington as Alonzo, Ethan Hawke as Jake, Scott Scott Glenn as Roger, Cliff Curtis as Smiley, Eva Mendez as Sarah, Snoop Dogg as Blue, Dr. Dre as Paul, Tom Berenger as Stan Gursky, Harris Eulin as Doug, Raymond Barry as Lou Jacobs, Nick Chinlund as Tim, Jamie Gomez as Mark, and Noel Guglimi as Moreno. Do you know who that Noel guy is? Not a clue, but uh, he's the he's the Mexican ballhead guy that's in. Oh, okay. That's, that's famous for playing like all um, the. He Mexican, plays the same, the same, the same character. Uh, Everybody gets on him. For playing What's the same his name? Play. What's his name? Like every movie, it's like Hector. 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 Every single movie, this man was saying Hector. I was like, wow, that's kind of racist, but all right. Fun fact, you know he's half Italian. He's half Mexican, half Italian. Uh, all right. I mean that. That's, that's like I mean that explains the last name. That sounds like a Italian last name. Yeah. So I read this cast right. I'm not gonna lie. If you don't have Denzel in this movie, it's pretty much unforgettable. Yeah. Uh pretty much forgettable. Yeah, pretty much forgettable. Not unforgettable, forgettable. Uh the budget for this film, 45 million. Box office. 22 million opening weekend. Grow 76 in the US, 76 million in the US. Mm. And a worldwide total of 104 million. So safe to say it did good in the box office. That ain't bad. Did really good. Bad totals. Did really, really good. But anything with Denzel's name attached to it, it's gonna do well for the most part. Over the past 
25, 30 years. John Q didn't do too good. But it, but John, but he did do his thing though. No matter what movie you put Denzel in, he's gonna do his thing. He's gonna he's gonna at least make his character yes. memorable. Yes. He's like so, uh Sting when it comes to wrestling. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can put him in the ring with anybody and it'll it'll turn into gold. That's a good comparison. I like that. Yeah. Except for Jeff Hardy, of course. But um the reviews. So they got a 69. Huh, nice. They got it. Oh, my fault. They got a 69 score, a green score on Metascore. So that's that's really good. 73% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 89%. So I'm going to read off some of the reviews. And folks, buckle in because I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read like that slow kid. Or the not slow kid, but the kid that reads slow in class. Yeah. You know what you want to talk about? Yeah. Stuttering over the words and everything. That's me. So let's do this. Marred slightly by an unsatisfactory climax. This is a crackling cop drama anchored by great performances and intelligent direction from Fuqua. I think that's that's a director. I think the director's name was Anthony Fuqua. Okay. Yeah. This could have been just another corrupt cop thriller if it wasn't for the involvement of Denzel Washington, who works spectacularly against type in in dang, they can't even well this kind of review kind of messed up a little bit. Okay, against type in to come up with one of the more memorable screen villains. Training Day is still a very interesting thriller where Denzel Washington truly shines just as elusive but equally necessary and inspired work of Ethan Hawke. It is terribly unbelievable, of course, but it is so terribly delicious. That's all. That's weird. I guess you could say it is unbelievable because it's like, it has like, I guess I'm attracted to those kind of things. Right, but I'm not done yet, so. Okay. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I'm a big House of Cards guy before the whole Kevin Spacey scandal. Yeah, yeah. But, um, my thing was, there's no way, I mean, looking at it now, it's definitely a way a politician can go through Washington and rise to power and the way that he rose to power in House of Cards. But, I mean, a, a cop that was that crooked yeah. and, and training day, it's, it just kind of seems impossible. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, to the naked eye, it yeah. may seem impossible, but it may actually be possible. I think, me personally, I think this is a... Well, I mean, somewhat the unbelievable. Le- the, the, levels that levels, went, yeah. the levels he went to is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. There's, crook, there's crooked uh, anybody out there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But the levels that he went to was a little extreme. Yeah, a little extreme. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that. You can see Denzel Washington just relishing this role and making the most of it. Ethan Hawke can barely stand the pace. Washington creates an undoubtedly charming and terrifying character whose volatile blend of dedication and horrible expendency keeps us off balance. If you ask me, Training Day is an excellent film that is sure to keep you on the edge of your seat and blow you away. This movie impressed me by its great quality in all the ways. The story, thrilling with great police detective action, and the most Remarkable aspect of the movie was the acting performances of Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. 
They put his soul on the characters making this movie a total delight for those who act like, oh, for those who like action films with intelligent scripts and also, also like for high quality films. So those are the reviews for it. Do you have like a personal review of your of yourself uh, for yourself? For me, I got a, it was, it's one of my favorite movies. I'm not saying it's one of the greatest movies. Um, but I think it's definitely, it did seem a little unbelievable with the stuff that Denzel was pulling off. Uh, the Just the links that he was going to try to cover his tracks and all that stuff and the Russian crime mob and all this stuff. And, and yeah, we've seen, we've seen that we've heard lingerings of that and all this stuff, but mm -hmm. it just, it just seemed like it was just, they had to do it because it was a movie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They had to add this in because it made it more interesting because it was a movie. It was a very layered movie. When you like looked at Denzel's character, like his character is very heavily layered when it comes to the, the stuff he got into with the Russians. Yeah. His, uh, his, his uh relationship with the guy uh roger uh yeah, yeah his relationship with roger his team that he had with dr dre when they were on the rooftop it was like how do you get a team of cops like that yeah and then it was like the uh him basically being over the entire block yeah yeah he was yeah and then him having a wife and the mistress on the side even mendez and everything mm -hmm. so it was just like yeah we never got to see his wife in the movie huh then he no, yeah, is Eva Mendes his wife? Eva no. Mendes wasn't his wife, so we never got to see his wife in the. In no, the no, they just said it. They said he was a survived by a wife and what three kids at the end. Two kids, two kids, yeah. So, but that that was the thing. Like you, you just never, you never got to see his full character development. It sounds crazy. You did, but you did get to see his character like unfold. But you never got to see like backstory and all this stuff. Where he came from, where he's from. Yeah. All that stuff. Ethan Hawke, you got to see a lot of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. You got to see a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like former football player, you know, his old partner, all this stuff like that. He he just joined the force, all this stuff. You got to see his his background. But Denzel, you just carried it, just kind of came out of nowhere. Okay. But, I, but I, I, I mean, obviously, I love the movie, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, my personal review on it for a quick second. I mean, I like. I like this movie a lot. Um, definitely is a break from the normal characters that he plays with. Definitely. Uh, that he plays with, that he usually is in his other movies that he that he plays as. So, I, I mean, I guess you could say a villain before this one was his father role in He Got Game. Maybe as a villain. I mean, he did kill his mom. But it was by accident, and he has been trying, and he does try to talk to his son again, and so I guess, but like, somewhat of he his, wasn't a villain. he wasn't a villain exactly. Yeah. So I mean, this one he takes true form in. So this is like yeah. the first true form you see Denzel like become an actual villain, and it's a nice break and for, and it was like a nice thing for a change and. I like the way, sorry to cut you off, but I just like the way the movie kind of, like, yes, you kind of suspected Denzel to be the bad guy the whole time. Like, okay, okay, he may be the bad guy, but he's still training him. He's still yeah. a cop, he's still training him. 
yeah, he has some bad flaws and all that stuff. And then you never really like, yeah, he has his stuff with the Russians, he has his stuff with Roger, he has his stuff with his team and all this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you never really expected like that turn at the end. No, no, he didn't. So I mean, he just he just does his thing in this movie. So for me, I'll give it a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten uh Monte Carlos that he drives. Oh my god. So I'm gonna say ten out of ten of those. Hydraulics on. With the hydraulics. Yeah, I still remember that scene because it was raining. Yep. And it came straight out. Yeah, that was beautiful. So, next category, we got movie awards. Um, It has 18 wins and 23 nominations. So, that's too many wins for me to count or uh, review. Obviously, you know how this goes. Um, So, I think I have three on here. Either three or four reviews, uh, three or four wins I'm going to be talking about. So the first win, probably the biggest one, is uh, Denzel Washington winning an Oscar at the 2002 Academy Awards, beating Sean Penn for I Am Sam, Will Smith for Ali, yeah, Russell Crowe for A Beautiful Mind, and Tom Wilkinson. For in the bedroom. Have you seen any of these movies that? Ali. Ali. And uh, I think I am Sam. I think I've seen that one. I've heard of that movie. Yeah. I've heard of that, and I've seen bits of bits and pieces of A Beautiful Mind. From what I looked at, it didn't look too bad. Never heard of in the bedroom though. But yeah, they um, they he he definitely they robbed him with the Malcolm. Malcolm X. Yeah, so this yeah, is them yeah. paying, paying it back and paying forth. it back, kind of yeah. like to Pepper Butterfly with Kendrick. Kind of like Good Kid, Mad City should have won. Oh, this is music. I mean, this is movies. Keep I it in the movie round. I get it. Right? I this get is a movie it. podcast. We're keeping movie round. We just, just hit wrestling. I gonna say, oh, I, oh yeah, you did say wrestling. Whoops, let us up a little bit. Well, that's <laughs> wrestling is acting. Okay. <laughs> I guess choreograph. But go ahead. It's like soap opera on steroids. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say, kind of like how they they gave Leonardo DiCaprio um, an Oscar for uh, the Revenant when he when he's been due when when it's been overdue that he needed an Oscar yeah. deserved an Oscar after 2002 MTV Movie Awards, Denzel won for Best Villain. Do you want to like try to take a crack at? Oh, if you you, you can if you want to. Do you want to try 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 to take a crack at other nominees that were in this? No. You don't want to take a crack. No. Tim Roth for Planet of the Apes. Ew. You remember that one, yes. Mark Wahlberg? Yes. That's going to be on the here soon. Aaliyah for Queen of the Damned, um, the vampire movie she made. Yeah. Uh. That's funny. Well, it's not funny because she died. No. So. Oh my god. You know, I was leaving that, that, leaving that, oh while god. making that movie, I think, or leaving that. Yeah. One, two. So. I wasn't saying it like that. I was just saying. Yeah, like, of course not. Christopher Lee. For Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring. I think you're gonna like this last one. Z Zane, for Rush Hour Two. I like the last two. Yeah, the last two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we beat him out. 
So that's a tough year. I don't know about Planet of the Apes, you know, but yeah. Moving on. 2002 NAACP Image Awards. Denzel won for Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture. Other nominees in this category are Will Smith for Ali. Chris Tucker for Rush Hour 2. Hmm. Morgan Freeman for Along Came a Spider. And Tyrese Gibson for Baby Boy. Ah. Another one that's going to be on here. I got too many movies of, that's going to be on here. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. about this? Never well, have enough. Let me ask you something. If Denzel wasn't part of this category, which he won, who do you think would have won out of Will Smith, Chris Tucker, Morgan Freeman, and Tyrese? I think... Uh, if you need me to say the movies that were in again, I, I Will won. Smith would have won. He did amazing in Ali. Yeah, Will Smith would have won. Okay. I definitely agree with you on that. Bringing that character to life was probably his most impressive feat. It really was. I mean, if you haven't seen Ali, you need to go watch it. Make sure you have some time set on the side because <laughs> you will be stuck in front of that screen for a minute. For a hot minute. Almost three hours. Almost three hours. It's not a little bit over three hours. I mean, it is about Ali's life. So Yeah. Last award that I have on here, the 2002 AFI Awards. Denzel won for Actor of the Year, beating basically the same categories from uh, the Academy Awards, or same nominees that were in the uh, Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. So Denzel won for Actor of the Year, beating Russell Crowe for A Beautiful Mind, Billy Bob Thornton for The Man Who Wasn't There, and Tom Wilkinson for In the Bedroom. So I keep seeing this In the Bedroom movie. Must be interesting. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it, though. It sounds boring as hell to me. But, you know, I, I give it a head nod. Um, moving on. What makes it stand out? So for me, the thing that makes... Uh, training day standout that catches my eye, I guess, mm-hmm. is Denzel. Yeah, Denzel does such an amazing job Dang, as the antagonist. You can you can say the same no, thing. Man. Me personally, I love the way how he how we see his character slowly unfold and showing his true colors. You know, like I said, the cast isn't all that great. But they do such a great job to make everything in the story so believable, you know? It's like a slow roast in a pot. You just sit down and watch every layer yes. of the meat just fall off. Yeah. So, um, Gary's what? What oh, makes dude. this movie stand out for you? Denzel. Like, he, he is just... Like, this is this is why he's... Growing up, he was just an, um, the actor to me. Okay. The actor. The actor. Short and simple and to the point. Yeah. Like it. Your first time watching this movie, do you remember at all? Your first experience? I was probably like seven, eight, maybe. Oh my gosh. I think my uncle was watching it. Yeah. And it was just so gritty. Mm. Like being a kid, you don't really see too much gritty stuff. Yeah. 
So it's just like that movie just being gritty. It was just different. Like the rain, just the camera, like the, the shots they were doing, the filters they had on the camera were just gritty and all this stuff. The effects that they had in that movie was just so weird to me, but it was so yeah. cool. Like just small little effects, especially when uh Jake smoked smoked the uh, angels dust. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it was just like it was like it, so much, so many just small things that I started to notice as a kid that was just so different from anything I was watching around the time. Okay. I think the first time I seen this movie, in that wasn't in full. That was oh, I, no. I, I, yeah, I didn't see it in full. I, I just he was watching it on TV and I just so happened to pass by. Well, then what? Do you remember the first time watching it in full then? Uh, I was probably like 12, 13. Okay. Yeah. So the first time I came across this movie was the famous scene where Jake is in uh, Smiley's kitchen ah. and they're playing cards. And you can like feel the tension through the screen just yeah. watching it. And you're like, oh my God, what, what's about to go down oh, right yeah. now? This is... He's like, there's nothing out there for you. And you look at the window, and he's like, oh. And even even stumbling onto that part, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, what, what's about to go down? So I came across that. That was my first time coming across that. And then, like, my first time actually watching the, the, the film in full, I believe it was on cable television. I just came across it on a channel. I couldn't remember what it was, but I was like, oh, I'm that 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 white guy looks familiar. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so this is the movie right here. Or yeah. So yeah, where he went into the kitchen and things start going crazy. Yeah, that's so, it went down fast. Yeah, that was my first time uh, experiencing that. Okay, next up we have my one of my uh favorite uh segments, I guess. What what really keeps the show going is tales from the script. Mm. So we got a couple here, a couple facts here, maybe a couple that aren't really too true, but nonetheless, they're involved with the movie, with the uh, respectable movie. Yeah. So the first tale I have, Denzel Washington has frequently frequently said that Detective Alonzo Harris. Is his favorite character that he's ever played. I can imagine. And he's played some really good yeah, characters. But I can still imagine. So, yeah. During the scene when Jake plays cards with the Latino gangsters, director Antone Fuqua, sorry if I'm butchering up your name, gave certain instructions to the actors playing the gangsters um, without telling Ethan Hawke. So basically he went up to him before the scene, before they filmed, they shot the scene and he was like, hey, I want you guys to do this, this, and this, but don't let Ethan Hawke know. So they didn't tell him what was going on. So this made uh, Ethan Hawke confused and it built tension within the scene. So not telling Ethan Hawke what's about to happen to his character Freaked him out, and it it played out perfectly. The famous line, "King Kong ain't got shit on me." 
That was made up on the spot by Denzel. Wow. Off script. Straight off the dome, son. But some of the best moments in movie history we've seen like be made up off script. That is true. Because even when we did the Bad Boys review, remember we were talking about the Reggie scene when they showed up at the door for Bad Boys 2? Well, we haven't reviewed Bad Boys. Remember we were talking about the Rush Hour Bad Boys thing? Yeah, we talking, yeah. I'm about to say that. We haven't done that. I'm not we, we, we will soon, though. Yeah, yeah. It'll Most come definitely. around. Most definitely. It'll come around. The license plate on Alonzo's car, ORP-967, it's a nod to Officer Rafael Perez, who was fa- uh, infamous, infamous, infamously uh, disgraced by the LAPD. Oh geez. Yeah. Um he this movie was also based off of off of that police officer. So I don't know what he did. I didn't bother looking it up because this is about the movie, this ain't about him. Yeah. Google him if you want to to get a little bit more information. Christian Bell, Matt Damon, and Eminem. Him. We're all off of the roll for I can believe him and him. For who? For Ethan Hawk. For Jake. For Jake. Yeah. Do you want to know who was really close to taking it out of the three? Matt Damon. Eminem. Ah. Eminem was real close, but he had to turn it down because around this time he was making Eight Mile. Eight Mile. I'm not gonna say bad decision at all. It wasn't a bad decision by Eminem because Eight Mile is still a good movie. Eight Mile is a good movie. So I'm not saying that that was a really good decision. And it won him a Grammy and an Oscar. So exactly. Not, not getting mad at that at all. Is this movie better if Eminem took the role? I think it's the same. Think it's the same. Yeah. Okay. Because we obviously see that Eminem has acting chops. Yeah. That, so, that's so, why. I'm... Uh, yeah. So. I mean, Ethan Hawke didn't do a bad job. No, so. no, no, no. And he's a good actor. That, no, I'm not disrespecting Ethan Hawke at all. No, Ethan no. Hawke is a great actor. I was, I, just, just, I was just saying that for my personal. I, I do feel like it would have been the same for this role okay. for Ethan Hawke as Eminem. Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis. Both were offered the roles. I do not want to see Bruce in this For role. Alonzo. No offense, but if they, yeah. if either one of them took this role, it would be a bad movie. I'm not gonna say a bad one with Samuel. Oh, it wouldn't be as good. My fault. It wouldn't be as good with it's with Samuel. It would be, it wouldn't be a great classic movie no. with with Bruce, but it would still be a damn good movie with Samuel. It just wouldn't be at the level of Denzel. Exactly, exactly. With his best Oscar, uh, with his best actor Oscar win for this film, Denzel Washington became the first black actor to win two Acting Academy Awards. That man, he is greatness. Yeah, he really is. And I know his son is pretty good. Yeah, but if he wants to follow the footsteps of his father, which I don't think he does, nobody really wants to. But if he decided to, those will be some big shoes he'll have to fill. Yeah. Huge shoes, shack size shoes. This script was written in 1995. Now this one I don't know if this doesn't is... surprise me because it's a, it's a timeless script. So yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. This one right here, to, I don't know if I believe it too much. That's why it's called a tale. But while conducting research for Officer Hoyt, uh, Ethan Hawke tagged along with a police officer who confiscated two kilos of cocaine, then sold part of that evidence for information on a murder. It showed Ethan Hawke how some cops can be crooked and how the how gray the line was for police. Yeah. Do you believe in that? Even that's true. Yeah. When did well, like why would a cop do all this in front of an actor who's who's pretty well known at the time? Hey, look, man. The weirdest things weirder yeah. things have happened. I'm not saying it's true, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just saying it's a tale. Yeah. So for this movie, I do believe this part. So um, for this movie, Training Day, they shot in L.A.'s most dangerous neighborhoods. Oh, I definitely believe that part. And even had extras and casted residents from South Central, Crenshaw, Firestone, Inglewood, Rampart, Echo Park, Lincoln Heights, and the Imperial Courts in Watts. So Lincoln Park was in there? Um, either, either wait, Lincoln Park. I'm Boy, I had to like look back like real quick. Dang, he, that, he got me on my own show. Son, uh, oh, come on, man. Dang, I got to be better than that. Lincoln Park. You did say, you did say Echo Park. I, I did say Echo Park and Lincoln Heights. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's where I got my confusion mixed up a little bit. Last tale we have. Denzel Washington changed the original ending. Hmm. So for the original ending, Jake simply dumped the money on the bed and then walked away. And then that was supposed to be the end of it. Glad he changed it. But Denzel said he believed that his character, Alonzo, deserved a violent, awful ending. He definitely did. So... Definitely. After all the the unfolding that we saw, yeah, it was, yeah. He definitely deserved a, a violent he, ending. Yeah, I can say that. And I I, I especially love the uh, overacting Denzel does when he's getting yeah. shot up. That yeah, is just oh hilarious. Hey, get off that car. I'm like, come on, man. And then, like, look, they, they pull off and he's still twitching a little bit. <laughs> so, I love it, Denzel. That's why you deserve this award. Yeah, he, um, I did like to see that the Russian thing came full circle because we yeah. had only heard the Russian incident. The, yeah, we had only heard it twice, I think two or three times throughout the entire movie. Yeah, um, Roger mentioned it, and it was mentioned earlier. I don't think that. did Roger mention it? Yes, he did. When they first met, when Ethan Hawke first first met Roger, he sat down on the couch. He's like, I heard you uh, got into some. Trouble yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. You're right. You're right. So, cause I, 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 this was mentioned three times in the film. Then. Yeah. There, the uh, I guess what meals? I'm gonna say meal, cause I don't know if it was dinner or what. It's too damn bright. Oh, with the uh, now, it's, with it's the, too with damn the sunny. Police, with the police chief. The three, the three kingsmen is what they called yeah. him in the movie. Yeah. And yeah, when they was having that meal, so that was the second time. And the last time was when Smiley reveals to. Uh, Jake, that, that he was in trouble with the that Russians. he was in trouble with the yeah. Russians. So I'm glad that did come full circle. 
and and Smiley not only did he reveal that, but he also revealed how dirty oh, yeah. uh, Alonzo was. was. Yeah. Things I would change about this film. So, for me, this might be a hot take. I have two. One of them isn't a hot take. The other one is. The first one is. Get rid of the Denzel, the, of the Dr. Dre character. Or at least oh recast him. I didn't know if you were going to bring that up. Oh, my God. He was, was just so bad. He, he was, was just awful. terrible. Never understood what what he was doing in the movie. Sometimes he do overacting. Sometimes him, he do yeah, underacting. Why did they let him have a talking role? I'm like, okay. You're dead. You're dead. You hear me? Yeah. You're dead. Like, what, what happened? What? <laughs> um, that or how he's speaking like a mouse when he first meets oh, how like they all have they're having that rooftop meeting or whatever yeah. the garage meeting and he's just like yeah whatever man just stay on my way man yeah whatever white boys got my way dr dre speak the fuck up this is a meeting okay i don't get we're not in the library so why are we whispering out here i didn't understand what he was doing he was not making good eye contact just get rid of the character or at least recast him that's all i gotta say and the second thing I would do, it's not really change, but add. I would add a flashback scene of Alonzo beating up the Russian Mafia guy. But I would uh, intertwine that with uh, the end scene of Jake being in Smiley's kitchen. So while Smiley is telling the story about how oh, he ran God. to the Russian guy, show flashbacks back and oh, forth. Jake go, doing it. Go back and forth of Jake talking with Smiley yeah. and Denzel beating up the Russian guy. Yeah. Okay, that's what I would do. I like that. I would do. I would. I would at least add that in. And um, and that's all I would have. Anything you would change about this film? Your yeah, favorite? Dr. Drake character also. Okay. Um. No man, I think it's my favorite for a reason. Yeah. So I, I not too much change. But... Yeah, yeah. I think it's my favorite for a reason. Okay. It's like having a favorite meal. Yeah, I don't want to change anything about my favorite meal. That's fine. Yeah, and I I completely agree with that. Only had two to change, or one to change and one to add in. Yeah. Up next, we have the top five. So for my top five, I have Alonzo's Monte Carlo. Hmm. Let me drive that thing bad boy just for one day. All right. Um, the way. I mean, he just suited, souped up, you know, got the hydraulics, yeah. blacked out, what, tinted windows? Tinted windows. I love how we are introducing, basically how we're fully introducing uh, to this character, you know? Yeah. They send to the car. So where's the office at? You're in the office. Bring, 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 bring. That ain't a Dr. Dre song. Boom, 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 boom. Suiting up the uh, Monte Carlo. So I'm like, all right, that's, that's dope. The rims were nice on that. Yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I love that car. Number two in my top five, Alonzo. Hmm. The way he carries himself. Yeah. The way how he's just a badass. The from the fit to having the two uh, silver guns. Yeah. Um, in a sense, fearless. You know when he's getting shot at while robbing um the lady's house. I forgot his name. I was like Doughboy or yeah. something. Yeah. Something like that. Not Doughboy from Boys in the Hood, but, but yeah. he had a he had a nickname like that. And he just, you know, we see uh Hoyt hiding in the car. 
and we see Alonzo step up the car, shooting at him. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, motherfuckers. Boom, 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 boom shooting at him. Um, he runs that whole. Uh, what is it? I think it was the. I think it was the Imperial Courts, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. It was he the 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 hood he was in. He ran that. The block oh, he yeah, lived on. Block, yeah. He ran that thing. Everybody feared him. Alonzo's just a great, amazing villain. Yeah. Carries himself well. My number three on my top five, the Smiley and Jake scene. Like, you know, once once Alonzo disappears, yeah. you know something was about, to, something happen, was about to happen. Yeah. And Smiley is just another great character. It's just business, right? You understand, just business, right? This man slowly builds the tension up, and he's like, there's nothing out there for you. Jake goes out to the window, looks, tries to run away, and he says, hey, hey, where you going? Yeah. It's your time to deal the cards. It's like, oh, my gosh, boy. they're not. You're not leaving there. You're not leaving. And the one dude that was hype. Uh, yeah, he, he was hype. The veins popping out of his uh, name. I, yeah. I know I got his name in here somewhere because I set it out. Um... Well, forget about it. I, I give up on it. I guess I didn't put him in. No, I didn't put him in. Um, but yeah, all three of those guys were, were great. Um, you know the the infamous. You ever had your shit pushed in? Yeah. See that right there? He was going crazy. He had the veins popping out of his yeah. neck. And my shit pushed in big time. Yeah. Like, all right, calm down, big guy. Calm down. And then Smiley, the way he just sure. I get love from all the homies. And you're yeah. like, oh my goodness, it's about to go down. You about to have your shit pushed in with a shotgun. Ironic scene, how that turns out. He's just like, this is some trippy shit, Holmes. How he saves, how Jake saves uh Smiley's uh baby cousin. Cousin, yeah. Little cousin. So yeah, that was that was a big connection. I like the way they circle back. I like the too. yeah, so that's Smiley and Jake scene. Amazing. From the kitchen all the way into the bathroom. Amazing. Um, four. Another great plot twist. Now that I think about it, this movie had a lot of plot twists in, yeah. in it. But my number four on my top five is Alonzo revealing his plan to Jake. So what I mean by that is they bust, they, they, they go, uh, I do, I guess, like a bust into mm-hmm. um, Roger's home. Yeah. Shoot Roger. Yeah. And he's explaining he's explaining the whole situation to everybody, make sure everybody has the same story right. And then that's when uh, Ethan Hawke starts to see how, how he truly is, and he says, "He says, look, you try you try to change the story. That I can have him, I can have him do a blood test on you. What are they yeah. going to find?" That PCP, and that's where like, oh shoot! And Ethan Hawke says, "You've been planning this all day," and he said, "I've been planning this all week." Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Chief. Yikes. That, that right there was the first because before that, he was probably just thinking like, "Hey, you know, he's just trying to loop me into the, you know, to the to the what I'm gonna be prepared for out here on the streets." Mm-hmm. Like I gotta be prepared for the, the shooting and the violence and all this stuff. So that's probably probably put a gun in my head. That's why he told me to smoke this PCP, all this stuff like that. When nah, that wasn't a real case. It was really because he was trying to, you know, have something to some dirt on on Jake. Yeah. You know? 
which was pretty clever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, just that scene is just powerful. Yeah, and at that point, you start to lose, or you start to lose sight of what Alonzo's true intentions are. And it's just a great scene. Overall, it's just a great, yeah. great, great scene. Um, I wanted to ask you this. So, if Jake went along with the whole thing, you know, it takes part of the money, doesn't really complain about a lot, like, doesn't doesn't complain about saying, using a fake warrant to enter Macy Gray's home, hmm. all that stuff. Do you think Alonzo wouldn't have did what he did to him? Wouldn't have did what he done to him? Or do you think Alonzo still goes goes through with the plan and I think kills Alonzo him? still goes through with the plan and kills him. Yeah, right? Yeah. If he killed Roger. He's ruthless. He's ruthless. And Roger was Why, that's my friend? His closest. Yeah, exactly. Because he knows my first name? Yeah, that would be. Yikes. All right, and my last one. It got to be the monologue at the end of the film. Alonzo's monologue. Oh, uh, when he was uh, in the middle of the neighborhood yeah. that he was over? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah, will be playing basketball at Pelican Bay when I'm done with y'all. Shoot program. All right. Yeah. Yeah. JK! <laughs> Give my money. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Yeah, that was that was classic. What, what what was another line he said during that? Um, I run shit here. Y'all just live yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, walk away, walk away, walk away. Cause I'm burning this motherfucker down. <laughs> I'm gonna burn this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So, I love it. I love it. Great monologue. I love it. Amazing. So that's my top five. Alonzo's Mont Alonzo's Monte Carlo. Alonzo himself. Smiley and Jake scenes, uh, Alonzo revealing his plan to Jake, and Alonzo's monologue. You have a top five that you want to talk about right fast? Um, It would be, I'm going to just name them. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be five obvious reasons. Um, uh, uh, the crackhead scene. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Scene, yeah, where scene. Jake, Jake goes off on the crackhead and yeah, hits him in the, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, that one. The scene where he uh, robbed Macy Gray's house and he was shooting with the pistol. How he was shooting with those pistols? Yeah, what forever be a picture imprinted. That's style. Mind. That's that's part of yeah. his charisma that, yeah. that I love. Uh, that the that two, the two deagles he just got them and just firing off like that. From, I was like, Jesus. Well, they, can't, I mean, you can say it like that, but I don't think the, the audience knows what you what you mean when you say it by that. You know, what? the audience that's listening. Firing off. No, I'm saying like. Oh like, yeah. yeah it, I gotta watch the movie. I gotta yeah, watch the movie watch if the I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, uh, that one, the um, the scene where he, he robs Roger. That was a big plot twist to me. It was. That was a big plot. Definitely twist. was. Um, that one, and then the scene where he takes Jake to Eva Mendez's place. Because that, yeah, that let me know that it was he had a deeper, darker darker like link to it it was just like he 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 was playing mind games with jake mm -hmm. 
with him allowing him to be there with his son and all this stuff like that and yeah. be there with you know what i'm saying his mistress and everything that that showed me everything um and i guess the scene where yeah where he was out there his monologue at the end oh wow yeah not a bad top five i like it a lot so i gotta ask you this is your favorite movie or one of your favorite movies does it deserve a sequel no okay not at this point okay so they did make a show for it but i haven't seen that one episode it came out in 2017. i remember hearing about it and i was like no yeah i don't even want to watch the show so it's okay um well to be honest i don't even know if they released it or not released a series um, if, if a sequel were to be made, which is long overdue, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I would like to see it centered on Jake teaming up with a true cop, with the honest cop, you know, yeah. true to justice, but this true honest cop has dirty ways or dirty tactics of getting the job done. So kind of similar to Alonzo, but has uh, does things that are not by the book, you know? And they both like they both uh work together to bring down this the crooked cop organization. Would that work as a sequel? Yes, but I still don't want to see it. Overdue. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's just so for the last segment, we have the Hollywood shuffle. So, not focusing on the whole cast, really. I'm just going to focus on the big two the big two, Jake and Alonzo. So, I I guess you could say I I flipped flipped the roles on this one, at least uh, race roles. Mm. So, for Alonzo. Give me Ben Affleck. I think Ben Affleck can play pretty good. Not as not as great as Denzel, but pretty good. And for Jake, give me John David Washington. Denzel's son. I'll take him as a Jake. I think that would work. Um, the musicians in this movie, artists in this movie, since there was, since there was a, a big three of them, Snoop Dogg, out of Dre, yeah. Macy Gray. I'll go ahead and put in three, two. So I said cut the role of Paul, but if I have to include it in there, I'll take 50 Cent. Okay. Put 50 Cent for there. Me and, uh, put 50 Cent for Paul for me in there. For the role of Blue, played by Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky. I like that. And for Macy Gray's character, I'll take Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. I like that too, but Janelle Monet is not good mm. enough. It's fine. I, I didn't really buy Missy Gray, so it's okay. Um, I need somebody that's hood in that role, like that hood auntie. I need. Uh, you can do. You can take whoever you want. That's I what I'm about to like, ask you. But hold on. What do you think about what would be your Hollywood shuffle? Um, Alonzo, 
Jake. I'm not gonna do a, a race reversal on that one. I it's did, fine. even though I did like that. Um, I I want to see <clears throat> Samuel right there. Okay. Um. And give me it's current, right? You, you can do, yeah, let's do current. Okay. Let's Sam, say so I'll still do Samuel. Let's say this movie's never been made. And they're doing it right now. And they're doing it right now. I'll still do Samuel. And I'll still do uh You have a lot of options for. I do. You can go Shia LaBeouf. You can go um, Tom. What is it? Tom, the, the new Spider-Man kid. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. You can uh, go. You can go a lot. Come back to me on that one. But I do want to replace. Uh, I would replace Doctor Dre. I, th- I like the Fifty Cent one, so I replace him with Fifty. Okay. Um. And I would replace Macy Gray with Erica Badu. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. I'll replace her with Erica Badu. And Ethan Hawke. Well, blue the blue role, Snoop Dogg role. Blue? Nah, I'll keep it. Keep it? Well, you got to change it. Well, he's older now, yeah. Um, YG. I do like that because I think YG is very animated and how he would have played that role just like Snoop Dogg. Okay. So yeah, YG, and then um, Ethan Hawke. Going back to him, I would change his role to. Uh... Eating up a lot of. Dead air here. Yeah, I, I, I can't I can't really keep I gotta keep me talk. But the the point of the segment I got is to it, change I got it. it. I just I can't do it. I can't do it. I love I love Ethan Hawk in that role. I mean I understand that, but you gotta I can't you put me on the spot. Well, you know, you gotta change it. I can't do it. I'll change it for you and shall above. Give Deal. him okay. give him a give him a good easy one. No. The point of this segment is to change less. It's to change the whole this. Huh? You've been on this, man. You was on the... I didn't know the segment. That's all right. It's all right. Uh, so that's it. That's the show. We ain't got no more. Garius, thank you so much for tuning in, man. As always, it's great to have you on the show. Well, it was you. a pleasure. It was a pleasure, man. Uh, I look forward to coming back. And I'll be tuning in for more episodes. Yes, sir. So next, next week we have Mystery Men. The cult classic superhero team 90s movie before the Avengers and before uh, Justice League, before all of them. And thank you so much for tuning in. See you next week.